Welcome to the Only One Shot Golf Podcast. I'm Jim Gallagher, Jr. We're going to try something a little different today. We're going to record our podcast outside here at Old Waverly Golf Club. You're going to hear some background noise, so just uh, forgive us for that. But don't forget to get your copy of Only One Shot. That's available at Amazon. It was written by B.J. Trollio, teaching professional at Old Waverly. And don't forget to subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts. B.J. Trollio, speaking of him, I've got his son, Cohen Trollio, on the podcast, one of the best juniors in the country. We had him back on episode six, so uh, let's welcome Cohen back to the podcast. Cohen, thanks for being with us. Heck yeah, no doubt, wouldn't miss it. Well, appreciate spending some time with us and update us on what's been happening since we last talked. I think it was back in February. A long time ago. Yeah, it was. You were semi-finalist at the USAM in 2019 at Pinehurst. Only 16 years old, but a lot of cool stuff's happened since then. Do you think... uh, Kind of if you look back at what you accomplished there, do you think that's really helped you a lot? Is What has it helped you and how has it helped you now that we're looking almost a year and a half later? Uh, yeah, you know, I learned uh, a lot about just kind of my golf game personally through that. And then I really hadn't been able to test as much as like the, the TV stuff and all the things going on until uh, I guess what last week at the U.S. Junior. So um, I kind of I felt really, really comfortable. And so all that stuff that I kind of as far as TV and you know the cameras walking around microphones everywhere people everywhere um, it felt after experiencing that at the USM two years ago and then now experiencing it at the US Junior it kind of I was way more comfortable in that situation. Did you have to make some adjustments on, you know, whether you're hitting shots or just kind of focus and forget focusing on the cameras and back to the shot? Yeah, you know, going into it, I was thinking that I would have to like not think, try to not think about it. But I mean, you kind of realize that um, you don't got to put on a show for them. Like they're there to watch you just keep doing the same thing. Yeah, well, that's a good point because it's 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 different getting used to all that. You know, last year we had COVID and a lot of people got out playing golf. And I guess if anything good came out of it, we got more people playing golf. But what did you do last summer since we last talked to you to kind of stay sharp? Because you weren't able to play in a lot of tournaments until yeah. the summer was almost just about over. Uh, you know, there were a couple uh, golfing tournaments that people hung in there and knew that we were struggling not playing events. So they got some done. But um as far, I mean, it was a weird time just because, you know, we weren't really, where I live, it was fine. Everything was still shut down, though, but it was hard to kind of get anything done, I guess. So it kind of took a good bit of my dad maybe getting on us a little bit to go do something, but uh, it all worked out in the long run. Your dad's your instructor, your brother Collins, good player in his own right. Yeah. We talked about it before, but now you're a couple years older. It's got to be tough sometimes separating dad from instructor, and everybody needs to be pushed. And I think he told me maybe when you were about 15, you all kind of butted heads finally. And now as you grow up, you learn to listen a little bit better. But what are some of the challenges having kind of separating both dad and figuring out, all right, is dad lecturing me or is this my instructor telling me what to do? Yeah, um, yeah, you said kind of, I don't really know. I haven't been around a 15-year-old that hasn't been hard to be around. How you, you raise kids, I, I imagine I was pretty hard to be around. Um, but you know, like as I've gotten older and grown up, I kind of, as far as the instructor side of it, um, he kind of sees stuff that's going to happen in the future that I might not see at the moment. I might be hitting it great, but there might be something a little bit that he sees with his eye, and he's like, go and kind of hint on this for the next week or two. And, you know, from when I was 15, if he said that and I was striping it, I would have been like, 
dad why do I have to work on something else well now I kind of like learned and realized that like he sees things coming before I see things coming so if I mean sometimes it's harder than others to like remember that but um it's I mean that's really a thought that I've been thinking about has helped me a lot that's a good that's actually a good good advice for the young kids out there because everybody kind of goes through that stage but how do you think your game's improved and where has it improved not just last year but maybe in the last six months because I think that's where I've seen the biggest improvement um you know like so that transition from you know the USAM I was a junior golfer and and then I went to the USAM and I say I'm still I was still a junior golfer and then I kind of start playing more of, uh, I guess you could say, amateur golf schedule. And so, like, that little transition there was from, um, it was weird because guys drove it better. Uh, I wouldn't say guys putted any better. I would say that guys drove it better and played smarter. And so my first couple events in that scenario are those, I got in the mix some early in that first probably six or seven amateur events. and. Um, you know, I just I didn't drive it good enough to win. Uh, I didn't really drive it good enough to, I would say, for four days, period. Um, I didn't drive it bad by any means, but you know, you gotta be in the fairway a whole lot. Um, so I kind of made some mistakes driving the golf ball, um, and I made some mistakes, you know, to back left and right flags, and I learned from those mistakes. And then, um, so now I would, honestly say that I drive the golf ball way better than I used to and I also am just a smarter golfer I guess right. if you can say that. Well that's good because I think you have to learn from those mistakes you learn as you can, can go on but uh, for those just maybe checking in this is Cohen Trollio and we're outside here at the old Waverly Golf Club so you're going to hear some background noise it's kind of fun to have Cohen in here but you went out to Bandon Dunes y'all flew out there last uh, fall yeah. end of the summer hate to yeah. bring that up but you tested positive unfortunately for COVID but Good news is, I mean, you had to withdraw, but good news is you and your dad drove back four days. Yeah, 49 uh, hours in a car. In a car together. Right. Neither one of you showed symptoms. Your dad didn't get it. But no. what did you take from maybe that experience spending, I guess I would say, priceless time with your dad that you don't get that often with him because he's so busy in teaching and, and you got to spend time not under the circumstances. But what did you take from maybe those three or four days of driving back? Yeah, uh, well, it's 12 hours a day for four days, so, <laughs> no, but um, it, we, you know, getting there, and we were excited for the moment, and then that kind of hits you, and it's kind of like, oh, my gosh, and then you hear that you can't fly back, so, and we're renting a car <laughs> and driving back. Uh, did you drive in here, or did he do it the whole time? Oh, uh, he, he did the whole time. He's always weird about letting me drive a rental car, so, <laughs> but, um. No, I mean, it was obviously we weren't stopping and looking at everything just because, like, in that situation, we were trying to get back to <laughs> Just going to get back home, yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, we, it was fine. We, I guess, talked about a lot of stuff. It's we. It was hard for me, especially the first, I guess, two days in a car. You yeah, know I mean? well, you were frustrated yeah. not being able to play. And I'm then, sure. you know, we got over that and uh, ready to, I could, I played. I think I played well in the event after that. So I mean, I was looking forward. Learned a lot from that situation. You yeah. played like we mentioned the USAM semifinals. Got you into yeah. a lot of big amateur events. Correct. Not so much Correct. the junior events. Correct. And and now this is against not just kids your own age, yeah. but against the best amateurs in the country Absolutely. and a lot of college players. Would you maybe take those first few events? Were you overwhelmed by it, or you just try to approach it? To, hey, this is another tournament. I'm gonna try my best and see how I stack up against these guys. You know, like I I played. 
I played what so my first amateur event was that USAM. Okay. And then I uh, got into a lot of stuff after that. Um, and I would say, you know, you aren't ever going to go anywhere not, like, wanting to win. Mm -hmm. And if you're competitive at all, I know you are, but, like, that feeling of waking up the last round or the last, like, waking up the morning of the last round and having a chance to win, how that feels. And um, I, I felt that some early. And like I said, you know, you feel that. You feel that, and then you're – your golf game just—it was the last nine of um, last nine of the 18 holes. The last days were just getting mm -hmm. me, and of course you run into some Davis Thompson, some 64s at right. Ocean Forest that you can't really handle. But I mean, that you run into some trains, and um, I mean, I learned a lot. I wouldn't say I was overwhelmed. I would just say it's just like better, better golf. That just all around better golf. Kind of like what you said, you know, you were 16 and now you're 18 and you learn, hey, I got to drive it better, I got to learn to be more patient, not go at every right. single pin, play a little 1, smarter. 000. These guys have done those kind of things. Uh, but, you know, there's different pressures at different levels. It's great to see how your game stands up about it. Now it has to give you some confidence as you enter the fall, which in a couple of weeks, well, of course, you're going to Oakmont. We'll get to that in a minute for the yeah. USAM. But you also you get out there and, and uh, you know, you head out and, and get out there and you're going to college so that's gonna be a big adjustment for you so you know, yeah. I know yeah. you're looking forward to it but it's uh, you know I think your game's ready I feel like just as many times as you beat me I was really happy to see you beating up other other people outside of me uh, as you've done here at Old Waverly and, and is where we're coming to doing this podcast from but uh, you know the summer rolls around continue to play well you go down and we were talking about it, you go to the state am and it's over at Masioka. You kind of yeah. decided because I think the North South might have been the North, same. Way. It was Northeast. Northeast, and which I is played, a East tournament. Yeah, and um, so I played. I put Terracotta was like my first. I say ter It was like the first event of sort of the summer, and um, I had a chance to win going into the back nine. and didn't get it done, and then, um, but still, like my goal for the summer, I wanted three top threes in um, amateur events. I wanted. I mean, I, I wanted one win, mm -hmm. and. Um, and I came in there, finished. I ended up finishing third there, and then um, I played State Am. We go to State Am. We roll in. I play Terracotta. I play a couple more after that, and then State Am rolls around. I have to decide whether I'm going to skip Northeast or play State Am, and um, I ended up deciding to play our State Am, and um, it was kind of a weird decision, but. Well, it was across the street, and of course you played a lot, and you yeah. felt like you had a chance. And I, I, you and I talked about it. I thought it was a good decision because, hey, I got a chance to still compete. Absolutely. At a golf course, I feel like I had a chance to win. Did you feel pressure in the back of your mind, or like, hey, maybe I should have gone to the Northeast Am, but hey, I'm glad I'm here. How did you kind of separate that? And got, I'm getting focused for the state am. I'm trying to beat so many good college players who were in our state. How did you yeah. refocus for that uh, first um, couple of days? You know, me and Dad talked about it, and. Um, it was a pretty easy decision once you know I don't that feeling walking walking to a you felt it I felt it in junior golf and I haven't got to that point in amber golf yet where you walk out somewhere and everybody's looking at you does that make sense mm -hmm. yeah I mean you know that after you won three or four times on tour people are like uh, there's Jim you know what I mean like oh right. goodness you know so um, I, I like kind of felt I felt that felt before the state am that I would kind of feel that there and that my in my brain I thought that I should win that golf tournament right um, 
I went into it with a, a good mindset, and um, I I got it done. Yeah, that's the, that's the tricky part because a lot it's of hard, good, a lot of good players, and in your mind, you got to say, hey, I got to feel like I've got as good a chance as any. I've got to I've got to go out there and play as hard as I yeah, can. Yeah, absolutely. A ton of good players, ton of good golfers. Just I wanted that one that way. Exactly. And so you have to tell yourself, hey, yeah. and it's not a cocky thing. I got to win. I got to win big. Yeah, you don't want to get close. Absolutely. Uh, first three rounds, you get a couple, two or three shot lead. Yeah. Uh, everything's going well. And you and I had talked about it just before we you came into the week. You and I, Sissy, my wife was there. We were talking about your putting, and you yeah. said you had a tough time at Sunny Hannah. We kind of gave you a couple, a few tips, and I kept telling you, enter it with, I'm good. I'm playing well. Let's enjoy the journey. Because didn't you feel like you put some added pressure on yourself? Maybe because of some of the things you accomplished. Absolutely, especially like early after that. Um, early after the AM, because mm-hmm. I would I played good at the AM, and then I continued to play well, and then I kind of started putting pressure on myself in certain situations, and that was pressure that wasn't like needed. You know, so pressure got on me that wasn't needed, and then. I didn't play well for maybe two or three, four months, and then it kind of got off of it, and then I was excited for this summer because everything was in a great spot. So how did, what did you tell yourself, or how did you make that adjustment? Because, you know, I have semifinals to USM, yeah. people were paying attention to me for the first time, really. Absolutely. I've already committed to go to LSU, I'm yep. excited about that. What did you tell yourself, and how did you change that mindset of taking the pressure because I feel like and I've talked to Hal Sutton who was as good as any amateur yeah. in the world yeah. great player they compared him to Jack Nicklaus he said the personal expectations can be strangling what did you do to kind of take that pressure off and approach now the state am is, yeah. which is at Masioka is kind of what we were talking about those first few rounds yeah well and shoot and you get into Sanderson Farms if you win the state am so, so that, that, you that knew. so that yeah I knew that okay. um and uh I had I had uh, pr- the pressure was the first thing for me personally was like acknowledging there's pressure there, which most people don't do. Does that okay. make sense? So, yeah. No, no. This is good. So they will sit there and think. Um, I say they. If you're if you know how to handle pressure, it's way easier. But the first way you have to know how to handle it is to uh, acknowledge that it's there. Well, you have to get in it, and then you have to embrace it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's nothing, you know, a guy told me one time um, that, so everybody's going to have to know that there's, if you're teeing off on number uh, 17 at Sawgrass, Mm -hmm. and you got, you know, there's water all around the green, uh, but if you're worried about, you worrying about hitting the water, everybody who walks up number 17 at Sawgrass is going to be thinking, this ball can't go in the water. Right. But if you're worried about worrying about hitting the water, water. it's going to probably go in the water. Yeah, because well, you're worried about the thought of that happening going in. So, so you're not focused on the task at hand. Exactly, you're worried about thoughts that are running through your brain. So okay. I kind of. So even at your level, and this is for a lot of young juniors who are going through this now, and maybe some college players that are doing the same thing. Yep. You've got to kind of just like focus the process, and I, I think that's the big thing. So you go into the final round, and you and I talk just small text. Yeah, I don't yeah, ever yeah. like to bother players when they're. You know, people out there, and I've told you to stay off social media. I yeah. think you've done a good job while yeah. you're playing. Uh, you get off to a decent start, but you said you kind of played a little conservative, and all of a sudden okay. it tightens up with nine or ten, with yeah. eight holes to go. Correct. What's the mindset now? All right, all of a sudden I've had a three-shot lead. Now it's tight. Do you make an adjustment? or I don't like the word change, but what adjustment did you make maybe those last few holes? Yeah, so I kind of played it um, – 
I played it almost like you would want to play match play for okay. the first nine holes. And so I was kind of like, I was hitting it on the green, hitting in the middle of the green, and I was like, if you're going to beat me, you're going to have to make birdies. Right. And uh, he made, I don't remember, He, I think he got it to all square, maybe one or two down after nine, which he made a good a couple birdies in there. And um, we step on ten, and I don't know, I can't I mean, he makes birdie on ten, so I think we're, I'm one up by now. Yes, going to 11, yes. I think so. Yep. And then, uh, so staying on 12, whatever, whatever, par 12, and then uh, 13th hole is a short hole. I think that I think you're either one up or tied at that point. Correct. Do you then make the change or not, not to change? Uh, yeah, I was just, just like, we're tired. Like, I'm not going to play the guy that I'm playing. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I was playing him all day. And not playing of, your golf courses yeah, as yeah. presented. It's, yeah, Dad would say not playing old man par. You right. know what I mean? So right. I'm playing this guy instead of playing the golf course is what some people would say and I just kind of got to it and I was like I'm hitting it good enough to birdie every hole out here so I'll, like let's start playing golf so what does that give you as you bear I think your dad told me it was kind of funny he and I were kind of reliving it on 13 you drove it up the front bunker about 40 yards short back left pin and it's a shot you and I had worked on yeah, yeah, well, heck, and yeah. uh, you went back at the pin and he said, was sitting up on top of the hill. He goes, oh my gosh, I was ready to run down the hill hundred miles an hour. And I thought, what would you do here? And I said, well, I kind of showed him that shot. And I said, well, I'm not saying he's perfected it, but he, you know what, to practice it and then yeah. throw it into play. That's a tough thing to do, but you've worked hard at it and you hit a great shot there and made birdie and yeah, yeah. you get off and you get the lead back. And, and so you're walking down the 18th hole and, uh, you got, I think, a three-shot lead at the Correct. time. Yeah. Does the Sanderson Farms PGA Tour event exemption come into your mind, or are you still focused on yeah. the yeah. job at hand? No. <laughs> at what time? I uh, should say, at what point did like that 18, enter your mind? Yeah, that this 18, is... after I hit it down the middle. I hit it down the middle of fairway on 18. If you played Mossy Oak, you, I mean, that tee shot is not an easy tee shot. So I down the middle of 18. I had an eight iron in, and um, after I hit the drive down the middle of fairway, it's like, there we, there we go. Like, I got it. Got a chance to. I missed out on um, shoot at the AM. I missed out on three, uh, three, <laughs> three majors, and then yeah. I was in the last round. If you win the uh, Jones Cup, you get in. I I was tied for I'm tied or one down from Davis Thompson in the last round, and uh, all right, so got beat go there. So I those. missed. But if you win that, you get into Sea Island. So I missed that one too, and so I was like, so those are, that's in the back of your mind. I, oh, one thousand okay. percent. That gives me. But you know, that's handling the the want because everybody wants it, right? But, you know, it's, well, that's good to know that it's on there, and you, it's kind of like people that look at the leaderboard and people don't. I think yeah. it's important to know where you stand. Uh, me too, I look at the leaderboard. Okay. Heck yeah. All right, so so you end up winning, you're around with your dad, your brother, and we get together and have dinner. It was really yeah. kind of a cool moment. Southern Am's the next week uh, across yeah. the street yeah. at uh, Old Waverly where we are now outside and you can hear the background, the noise, you'll hear some birds here in a minute. But uh, 72 more holes and you had a good finish, top 20, top 25. How yeah. do you keep focused at that level? Because you've played two big tournaments, still at home, still the pressure of being at home, but how do you stay focused playing that many, knowing that the U.S. Junior Am is the next week? How do you keep focused, kind of pacing yourself? Yeah, um, so I would say that both weeks I'd done, me and Tim worked a lot on putting right after Sonny Hanna, and then, of course, me and um, Miss Sissy and you, I played we worked some on it, and I kind of got it better at the state am. And then um, it was all right at 
uh, the Southern. I, I shot nine under for the tournament. Still and were good, still good. Yeah, solid. And um, I just, the difference between nine and 17 was solely the putter. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you know, like if anything, if you know, like I do, if there's anything that's going to be like a little messed up, I'm fine with taking a putter back. I can fix if it taking it back six inches in four days. You know right. what I mean? Like I, so I was fine with that, and I was like, "Look, the ball just—it's wanting. I could tell it was wanting to go in, and I just needed to." So if you're playing to... at home two weeks in a row, and that's that brings up this question. I don't want to interrupt you, but no, you're good. so how how do you keep the pressure off yourself and the expectations, knowing, "Hey, I'm at home. I feel like I can win both of them." How do you get back? And you mentioned a little bit of it earlier, but how do you? Now you're back in. Yeah. You beat. You won the state am. That's one of your goals. You got the win. Now you got the southern, which you feel like you have a good chance. How do you not make it bigger than the moment? How do you kind of keep it simple, simple fly at the best you can? Yeah, when I play, there's gonna or when anyone plays, there's gonna be emotions running both ways. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Both ways. And so if I could figure out how to balance those emotions, and like I said earlier, like honestly, it's just it's way easier to handle if you want to say pressure. Um, by admitting that it's there. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, no, that's good. You, 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 you've, you've embraced it, you've acknowledged it's there, and now you got to go handle and, it. And, like, home golf course, some people don't like that. Some, I mean, I like it because I just play it the same I would every day. Now, if you start so three woods question. off did holes. You, did you, you play it the way you always play? I drive on every hole. Same like way you always do. do. That's yeah. good. Because there'll be people listening they will be playing – a qualifier or will be playing in their club championship yeah, or they'll be doing you, you yeah, don't change it because of the tournament heck no and i mean you've seen every pin placement that they're going to put out there so just do the same thing you always do all right so you you finished top 20 you head down to country right. club in north carolina for the u.s junior am was uncle tim yelverton going to caddy the whole time or is that something came in last minute no timmy was going to caddy the whole they won't let your father right caddy for you in a u.s junior so um i guess because i guess well, maybe a fight out there yeah that's <laughs> no, but, might have to call the police on a few of them yeah parents no, get but, involved uh, in a little bit more but so you get down there but you had two courses to play what what went into the Timmy, decision of which course you thought you should play the practice round on and maybe skip the other yeah so tim flew down there a day i played southern he flew down there that sunday okay. and walked um he walked Cardinal because they were playing. Well, they were gonna play match play on Dogwood. So that's so the one you felt like you should play. That's the one that I was like, I'm gonna right. play the most on okay. that one. So I got down there a day late. Timmy walked Cardinal, and then um, I played Dogwood the day after that at like seven in the morning because I had to rest because it'd been long. Um, but we and then we got out there for the first round. First round was at Cardinal though, mm-hmm. so I'd never seen the golf course. Um, I shot one over there, which. Definitely a harder golf course by probably it three was, shots. Okay. Yeah, okay. that way harder. I say way harder. Is be like playing Mossy Oak and Waverly. Okay. If Waverly, I mean they're the same, kind of look the same out mm-hmm. there. But I mean Mossy Oak's definitely a couple shots harder. Because I Waverly. played Dogwoods in the USAM back in the oh gosh forever ago. Hal Sutton, I was one over through the round and Hal beat me five and four, so he beat me like a drum. So I do remember it's a beautiful golf course. So you yeah. get down there, you get into the match play. And you get some pretty tight matches early on. Is it important? Not, not important shouldn't be the word. For someone to go out there and have a blowout match, what does a close match do as the week goes on, kind of your mental approach? Does it kind of get you competitively sharp and maybe focus better than maybe if it's a blowout match? Yeah, so I can't remember. I played 64. I think I won. I was in round of 64. I think I won maybe four and three. Yeah, I won four and three. Then I won um, six and five. 
And then I won, and then uh, I played Connor Golf. He's from England. I played with him previously this year in a stroke play event. Mm-hmm. And played the Walker Cup. Super good yeah, player. Good player. Um, and we took it to 16. We played 20 holes. Yeah. And that kind of just was like, help. I mean, I'm playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, yeah. Yeah, he beat David Ford the round before, so I knew that he was playing well. And, um, like, a, I would say a thing like that, definitely, it just boosts your confidence. Now, it's different if you're hacking it around and right. you go to 20 holes. But, I mean, we were playing very, very solid golf. And, um, anyway, I get the job done there. And then my next match is, um, I don't even know who. It played two matches in one day. You played the, the you played yeah the, for so in the, the low AM, eight or whatever they yeah. call it, round I guess third round. You win that one. The, then you have a pretty easy match to not an easy match I shouldn't say. You yeah. play really well and you win the match in the uh, afternoon. Yeah. To get to the final. So you've got Tim out there and we mentioned that. Yep. What did you learn from Tim and how did he help you get through those just kind of the whole week and what what did you learn? I mean he's a good player. He's a Absolutely. short game instructor. He he is one of the to me obviously being a short game instructor got to be a great green reader didn't yeah that had to be a huge help yeah it was uh, you know Timmy's kind of been around like he's I see him every day I've seen him every day for the last I mean he and I'm not saying I get a le- lesson from him every day but you just walk I man he sees me hits golf balls every day so he knows how I play golf um, and it was that was kind of the first time though he's ever been like in the moment with me does that make sense yeah caddying right there in. Yeah, yeah, so he kind of – he was a great at just ignite, like, going, slow down, buddy. Like, yeah. slow down a little bit. Yeah. And um, so that kind of stuff. And then, obviously, green reading, yes. We um, we talked a lot about that and got that pretty nailed in there pretty good. But So, yeah, he was an awesome help. Couldn't have, couldn't ask for a better uh, caddy. So you get in there, you got the night to think about it. Playing Nick Dunlap, great player. Uh Hits the ball a little bit longer. I've watched him play. Good, solid player. You guys are friends, and yeah. So you're gonna enter that. What's the night before like? Just so exhausted from playing so much. Just the two weeks before, and then a whole week. You just kind of, you know, what you just kind of try to relax the best you can. Yeah. Well, that's another thing about like the AM, the USAM, two years prior. You know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. sleep way better when you've already done that. Right. So, so that I'd could help. That. Yeah, I already okay. done that. Well, that's good. That's good. That's so I was fine. Um, I wouldn't even say that there was not a lot. I was super calm. Obviously, nerves are good. You're going to have a little bit of let's go, but there's right. nothing. There wasn't any worry. That right, because it felt like maybe two years ago you were not. It's, it's a new experience. You've never been there. You're yeah, playing against right. these great college players. Yeah. You're in the semifinals of the USAM. It's different than the junior. Absolutely. Uh, playing now against kids your own age. You, you guys get the first 18 in. You're only one down. Not too bad. I played well. Yeah. You had a rain delay maybe. Uh, uh, or just was that that long a delay between rounds? Might have been just that long. Yeah, a delay. no, they they added yeah well, golf channel. Good. Yeah, because yeah, of the golf delay. channel. Yep. All right, so you get out there, you get in the lead. Uh, he makes a big putt about an eight footer to kind of have the hole to tie the hole, I should say. Yeah, so I get it too. I'm one down. We tie one. I miss, I left a eight footer short one. Then we get on two. I make like a twelve footer for birdie. Uh, we tie three, tie four. I make birdie on five to go one up. I hit it to three feet on six and miss it. And then, so I, and then we tie seven. No, yeah, yeah tie seven. And then eight, um, I hit it to, it's like 240 par three. I hit it to like 30 feet. He hit it to 50 feet, left it 15 feet short. He made the 15 footer. I two putted. 
But, I mean, you know in match play when something like that happens, it kind of gives you some momentum. Momentum for his, him. His way. I'm not saying – yeah, yeah. Yeah, no question. So, do you – you asked me after it was all done, and he ends up getting on a pretty good roll, and he ends up beating you 3-2 and two and a, you know, played solid. Yep. Uh, did you make any – did anything change mentally or anything change maybe during that motion whenever right, – I've got the lead. All of a sudden he makes his putt. Does the mind go in like, man, I should be two up, now I'm only one up? Does, does that enter your mind, or are you just kind of taking care no, of the task at hand? No, I, I didn't feel um, – my brain has been in a very, very good spot going into that, and it was not – my brain was not wondering. Um, I had I had a good mindset going into the back nine. And, okay. um, so my, you stayed focused on the process that correct, you were still in. That's, correct, that's what correct. I want to ask. Yeah, no, 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 a yeah. lot of people – get rattled obviously you didn't get rattled it's just he no, made some I, got, I, got, I didn't get rattled yeah just my speed was uh solely just not good enough to win the event on the back nine um my speed was solely not good enough and then obviously had some distrust and some read that i put you know what i mean right. some second no. guessing and when that happens it's not so you learned that you, yeah you saw heck that yeah happen. Heck well, that's yeah. good because you've got to learn everybody does it we've all done it that's not a a fault by any means so you're playing a guy. This is for the advice out there, and I heard you say, and I've heard Annika just say it. You played Coentrolio golf. Not that Annika's playing yeah. Coentrolio yeah. golf, but yeah. she's playing Annika golf. She's yeah. playing her own game. Absolutely. So you're playing a guy that hits it longer. Say it just it doesn't even have to be match play. For the young people out yeah. there, and you're playing with a person that hits it longer, how do you just you just have to stay in your own lane, as they say? Yeah. Or, or not get focused on them? Do you watch them hit shots and putts, or do you just focus on yourself? Um, I mean, I'm not worried about the outcome of anything. And, I mean, the longness, I guess you could say, I have not, uh, for anybody out there that's worried about stuff distance-wise, if I've not seen a golf course that you cannot play. If you fly your golf ball 280 yards in the air, you can play golf anywhere. And there's no way. You will not have way long clubs into anything. So, um, I mean, he, I hit it. I mean, I probably fly my golf ball 285 yards in the air. He probably flies his 300 yards in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was no, I mean, obviously he's sitting there in front of me, so but I'm I out every like time. But the, I like being out. I was going to say, if yeah. you're the first one oh, to hit, don't yeah, you feel like you can fun. put the pressure on? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So and that's a good approach. So I, I, Sissy and I were talking to my wife, and we're talking about it. Hey, if you're the first one to hit and you know you're a good iron player, you can put the pressure on that other person. Absolutely. So that's the beauty of match play. And I played, you know, he's a super just playing uh, playing match play. If you're an emotional match play player, you're going to be a bad one. Like, yeah. or I say bad one. You're going to be. You're going to struggle. You have ups and absolutely, downs. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and most people I played that week had been on the emotional side. I'm not saying every one of them, uh, but there had been some. There were some emotional sides to the people I'd played, so it made it a little bit easier to kind of, you know what I mean? If you hit so it there tight. that's maybe something you take from your past experience. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So you learned to control and your he emotion. Was, and he was not, he wasn't emotional. So like if I hit it in there to a back flag, and I hit, oh, he would just hit it 30 feet short and two putt. That's great, how you play golf. Yeah. Great so he's a super, he was super down to earth, kind of the same way I would mean, He had the same kind of, played the same way I kind of did uh, yeah. all week. And so... It was a tight match. Um, if we play again, you know, it could go either way again. You know what I mean? That's right. not a. So it was a. But no, it was a great experience. Awesome. A lot of fun. Absolutely. Oakmont's next for the US yep. Am uh, in a week or so. When this comes out, uh, it'll be that week. How do you prepare for Oakmont? I know you and I talked about it. You've been to Sunny Hannah. 
you've been on some fast greens. I feel like you putt really well on fast yeah. greens. How do you prepare at home? Now you're down here on Bermuda. How do you get ready for that big tournament again and prepare for Oakmont? What do you do in the next week or so to get ready? Um, you know, I, I personally, I've never, I've never molded my game to a golf course. Okay. So I always just do the same thing, and then when we get up there, uh, play the same way. Obviously, we'll find the. I've never played Oakmont, uh, but find where you can't hit it, find where you can hit it, aim where you can hit it, and hit it there. Uh, All the greens are going to go away from you. Yeah. They're going to be very fast. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, it's a it's a great trip test. You're going to have a good time there. Have you, uh, I know Bob Friend is from there. He's an LSU Tiger. I know yeah. he kind of tried to hook you up with him. Yeah. He's a good guy to listen to. And, and speaking of Tigers, heading to Baton Rouge, and I heard you're ready to be a Tiger. What are you looking forward to? Because I know when you first verbally committed, now that's changed a little Sheesh. bit, and they've tightened Ooh. that thing. Your Long time game. ago. See, Long time. I, I wasn't sure if your uh -huh. game was ready for for there, but I, I know it is. Uh, do you set goals, and what are you looking forward to that first for your first year down there in Baton Rouge? It's hard to say, hey, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. But what are you looking forward to when you get down there? Um, you know, I'm looking forward to just – you see a lot of kids take it to their good golfers in high school, and then you see a lot take it to the next level. You see a lot go down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but more so take it to the next level. So I'm just super excited to kind of um, see what see which ways Coach Winstead can see my game improve in and see I love learning and I love listening to people that I trust. So and I obviously I trust him or I wouldn't be going there. But um, you know, just to, I can't wait to see what his thoughts on certain things that I do to improve my game. Um, to get ready for the next level. And you're getting close. Yep. I mean, it's only a couple weeks away. Probably right after USM, you might be got a week off and then you're And then we play in Syracuse. We're playing Syracuse's event pretty early, right okay. out of the gate, so. So you already kind of know the schedule. Well, I appreciate you spending some time with us. Outside, it's about 89 degrees. Oh yeah. We're sweating, we got air conditioners in the background, so if you all hear that, uh, uh, that's what Cohen and I have been kind of dealing with. But it's been pretty constant air conditioning. Yeah, it's we been, wish we and were it's in been, it, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, whether in life or golf, I always like to leave uh, on this. You've only got one shot. you got to make it count. You're making it count. I'm proud of you. It's been fun. And just for the record, I am moving up a set of tees. Probably may even need some shots. And we will negotiate that And when we go head-to-head. -head. I don't think we're going to no. get to go play before college. But if we do, I know yeah. you have to now have to agree. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not going to agree to it. No, but. we're not. We're not going to give <laughs> shots. You might. You keep. Once you get out there to the red tee, you know, if we like run out of tees for you to move uh -huh. up to, then, then we, we go to shots. shots. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, no, not we're, quite, not, we're not. We're not quite. No, there. We're not we're just, quite. Shots. I'm going to play about 6,800 yeah, yards, and you can right. play back 72. I'll Thank play. Cool. Yeah, I'll just kind of adjust as I go. Yeah. I just got to play more than six yeah. times a year. Yeah. But Cohen, thanks for being with us. Good luck to you. Proud of you. Uh, and as Coach O says, go Tigers. I'm about a broken down car in the 8 a.m. traffic. Bumper to bumper. Nobody laughing, dead cell phone. Somebody throw me a bone. Is it just me? Am I all alone now? I'm the waitress in L.A., way past the prime Shoulder to shoulder, half a mile line Hey, sugar, can I get some for my coffee? Am I the only one that's crowded, surrounded? You go again, you're closing in, you keep coming I keep running
turn I'm knocking into something So I moved out to the country But the city keeps moving in